Welcome back to the show. Chris Emmon, Travis Rell. We are live, live from Midco Studio in Grand Center in St. Louis, Missouri. In Grand Center, every Thursday, we do comedy. You know what, Travis? It's called Happiest Hour. Oh, <laughs> I get it. This Thursday, our good friend Angela Smith's going to headline. It's one of her last shows before uh, she leaves for a year. She's going away to Barcelona. And San Francisco. Going to be a good time, and uh, we love having you all stop by. So it's been packed the last few shows, so let's keep that uh, good movement going. Forward to that. That's right. Come out. Starts around 6 o'clock. Come get your drink on. Enjoy some Jack Daniels. Word. Enjoy some Schlafly. Amen. It's all made possible by Jack Daniels, so thank you to them for their support. Uh, we're excited. Going to be a fun show. Again, happiest boy, hour. Schlafly was good. Holla your boys. Special start year. at 4 p.m. if you're looking Read to have a good screen. time this Thursday. Read Schlafly. The, yeah, read the screenshot. Schlafly, holla at your boy, no, St. Louis it? Brewery. <laughs> Son of a damn you. <laughs> uh, there you go. Um, yes, so Gardner, you um, look like you have something to say. A couple things here. I got something to hit for you, pal. Um, your, uh, your old producer had a weekend himself. Boy, did he. Michael Gaines. Uh Tie the knot over the weekend. That's him. That's Michael and his beautiful bride, Katie. Uh, the shirt eventually did come off. Amen. Uh, as we all predicted um, that it would. It was a wonderful time. Oh, you can kind of see it there. There we go. All right. That's a good shot. Good night. Uh-huh. Good night, Daddy Do. Um, Michael Gaines wore LeBron's at his uh, reception. <laughs> all, of the, uh, all of the groomsmen had LeBron's. He got them LeBron shoes for their gifts. Uh, so they were rocking and rolling. My favorite part of the night, outside of uh, some hijinks with uh, the maid, one of the maids of honor. That was pretty funny. Um, hmm? She was having a good time. Oh, <laughs> what does that mean? That means maybe there was a father or members of the uh, of the um, executive order that were like, "Why don't you calm down a little bit." Hmm. That was amazing um, and funny and great. But um, Gaines tore up the dance floor the entire mm-hmm. night. And he, he made the DJ tell everyone to stop circling up and to just dance. <laughs> Everybody kept doing the dance circle like, oh, back up, back up. And Gaines is like, stop it. Just dance. Idiots. <laughs> it was great. Dance floor works. Yeah, that's what. So Gaines uh, was bridezilla a little bit, and I liked that. Mm-hmm. He made sure the party uh, was rocking. Everybody was super nice. It was a wonderful Catholic wedding, and uh, I had a really good time. And that's what really matters, what I had. Oh, I'm sure it was St. Ambrose, huh? Uh, yeah, St. Ambrose, and then it was at the Rose of the Hill. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, of course. Hill dominated. Uh, there were appetizers. Uh, toasted ravioli and pizza was being passed out oh. with, uh, with uh, the pre-party. So No spicy meatballs. That was fun, man. So, yeah, big shout-out to uh, Mr. and Mrs. Gaines. Uh, that was a hell of a time. Good for that. Any any questions? Anything you're curious about? Did you do the cha-cha slide? No cha-cha slide. He did have, I can't remember, but he had them play at, um, the same hip-hop song twice to end the night. Oh. <laughs> it do you know what last. song it was? No? no, I could figure. I could find out, but it was a... Did you a, do the a, duck dance? No. This is a lot of buck wild, rowdy mm. hip-hop. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mikey Gaines. Oh, Mary. All grown up. Hill, too, I think. All grown up. He is all grown count. up. Good for him. Um, I also mentioned earlier that I went to the Billikens game yesterday. Billikens versus UMass? Yeah. It was good. Good game when it's overtime, I saw. Yeah, actually, I missed that part. I left at the eight-minute mark because I thought everything was in hand. Um, but I actually uh, brought Scoot Bakula out yesterday. Did you now? I took it down to Chaffetz. How is old Scooty McScooter? Good. Good. It's nice to get them out. Where'd you park them? Uh, in back. They allow you to park them out back. Area. Oh, nice. Near the security area. They let you. So you let you. They let you roll in on it. Mm-hmm. They like you, man. Yeah. You are the red panda correspondent. I even like I I messaged their media relations guy Brian Kunderman before I came down. I'm like, hey, weird question. You got any uh, bike racks out back near the media entrance, security entrance? Because uh, I want to bring my scooter down. Hmm. And I wanted to make sure I had a place to lock it up. And he was like, well, we don't have any bike racks out back. And so I'm like, I'll find something. So I found a fence, to, some fencing to tie it to. Mm. How'd it work? It was great. Yeah. It is a straight shot, too, for me. Because 
to get into the back lot if you end up going down Laclede, but Laclede dead ends on Slew's campus, but it goes right there. There's a bigger sidewalk and it throws you right into the back parking lot of Chaffetz. And I'm like, this is beautiful. I should have done this more. Uh, the weather wasn't really working, yet, cooperating at one point, though. But I did uh, get him out yesterday. But it was also, I sat next to uh, Frank Cusimano of KSDK, five on your side. And uh, <laughs> we were chatting a little bit, as we normally do. Right. We didn't talk as much politics no as politics time. No politics this time. Interesting. Yeah. I think Everything few, that's going on recently, no politics between you a two. A few snarky comments back and forth. I would imagine. It, we didn't really get too much into it. Um, but we were noticing, we were call, I, I started calling it Billionaire Row Uh-oh. on uh, on the court. What happened? Sitting on there? the court, you had two billionaires. Who was that? You had Dr. Richard Chaffetz yeah. and uh, Rex ball. Sinkfeld. Big ball of shot callers, Chris. Because they've, they've had to switch around the media seating because they took away a section so that Sinkfeld could get uh, courtside seats now. This year. <laughs> but that's what happens when you make a $50 million donation to the university. Yeah. yeah. So uh, they're going to make room for you. Slew's over here just going like, yeah, keep the NBA out of St. Louis for sure. Yeah. <laughs> These guys that like basketball, we've got it covered. Yeah. So, but then... Uh, I said, when I first sat down with Frank, we just kind of smiled at each other. No words were exchanged, and he just goes, so how'd that tweet work out for you? And there was a certain tweet that I had put out there, because Frank does this thing called Frank's Food Picks. He does. And so I had tweeted out, hey, KSDK News, can you get Frank Cusimano to do his next Frank's Food Picks at the cannabis dispensary in Collinsville? I would love to get Cus's opinion on some edibles. Hashtag Cusimano. Cusimano is a great strand. Um, so I'm trying to get that going and I put another tweet out there. Uh, hopefully his bosses will take notice and, uh, we can get Frank on some edibles to, uh, on, on, on video as well to try it out. That would be my goal, but we'll see how it ends up. He would never take an edible. Mm. He'll never, ever take if you put edible. a brownie in front of him. Nah, my boy it, Frank ain't touching no edible. It might be hard for him to pass up. Frank's the real deal. He ain't no way in, no way in hell. You're touching that one. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. So I just wanted to make mention of those two things. So I, do you, would you have a suggestion for Frank to to dive in on the edibles no, market? No, not at all. No? Travis, what about you? I'm trying to dig oh, it out and figure it out anything. myself. I think people at a certain age, we've never had uh, weed, then just this is not the time to try it. Why you not? had your window. Because like, you have to work yourself up to a tolerance. And you can't like, and, but that's at a at a certain what age. Is it like your metabolism starts going away? Yeah, I just don't want to do that to somebody. Not and not to say that Frank's old, but someone his age. What if I it, just don't want to introduce any new things into his system because he may not react as well as everybody else. What if it's the, what if it's the cure he's been looking for? What cure? Frank Guzman living a nice life. Yeah. Sports director, NBC affiliate. What if it makes him ascend to a different? Um, mental astrological plane it's very possible i wouldn't deny that frank's a smart man but no i don't think that's gonna it's gonna happen for me chris davis is on board our friend chris davis is on board he's gonna be the new no he's he's saying yes we need to make this happen okay how many more days we got left with chris davis end of this month i think oh man sad time i have to reach out to him and i actually said that to frank yesterday too like i'm sad to see chris davis go but I figured he would end up back or end up in Nashville at some point. He's very good. If maybe he's the the luck. You have the NFL. I know we haven't really talked a ton of it, but the playoffs are in full swing and Titans upset the Patriots. Woo! Um, after Chris Davis signs a deal to head That's to Nashville. True. That's very true. What happened whenever very he was true. here in St. Louis? Wall bump. The blues. What? It's the oh, wall bump. Oh, okay. I was gonna the say the Davis the Davis. Uh, oh, wall drive. bump. We gave we uh, look, he came on this show. Then he was later offered a job at his NBC affiliate. I think he's going back to. I'm not sure if it's NBC or not. Okay, but he's I got know it's it. where he first like interned or whatever. And so he's going back home. I would imagine they're gonna bump the pay. Boom, boom, boom. Nashville then goes out and beats the Patriots. Yep. Wall bump responsible for all of it. Sure. Wall, we are lie defeated Bill Belichick and Tom Brady this weekend. You're welcome. And we'll, we'll have to see more than two because I think, um, well, scheduled for tomorrow, 
one of Chris's uh, classmates at Middle Tennessee State University. <laughs> is that so? Is scheduled to join that. us, Brooke Grimsley of mm. Channel 4, who does sports over there. Um, but I don't know if she's from Tennessee, but I know she went to Middle Tennessee. Okay. Um, so we'll have to see. Do you think they walk around with their chests puffed out a little bit since Middle Tennessee State handed Mizzou a loss? In football, well, probably more so whenever they homecoming, right? Whenever they beat Michigan well, State, so they beat Michigan State here in St. Louis, here in St. Louis, yeah, yeah, in the tournament. When was that a 15 seed versus a two seed? I believe. Oh, that's no. when I was working for the uh, Syracuse uh, Journal. Oh, were you? Mm-hmm. I was working for their uh, affiliate hmm. when the uh, when they came to town. What were you doing? Oh, what he's serious. That? Yeah, they, he was an associate uh, for the day. They, they were like, "Hey, can anybody go to this game for us?" Was a journalist. What'd you do? I took photos. I, I wrote up some things. What'd you write? About Syracuse. Can I find it online? I don't know. <laughs> they just paid me, and I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. They paid right. me to essentially go to the game. That's not bad. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'll do that. That's not, I wouldn't have gone the other way, and yeah. you're paying me. You give me free tickets. I'll go check that out. Oh, look for your, your write-up later no, on. No problem. Today. That's what I do, man. You're yeah. welcome. You're always right. Many things I do, man. Writer. As an international screenwriter, I'm screenwriter. always, but always got it's all about. Right it's all about like providing content, Chris. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all I do. Uh, do you? <laughs> you do something. <laughs> that coffee. Uh, you guys were telling me about wild boars uh, a few months ago. Were we? Uh, yeah, because Chris was, because I was like, man, them things can't be that bad. And he was like, nah, them boars, they'll fuck your world up. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> they've they've moved from like. First of all, they're not native to here. They were brought over by people to hunt them like right. on, pers- on purpose. And that it's <laughs> watching them. They've literally migrated from like Texas up into Arkansas. And now they're full on in Missouri. Like it's just been a gradual. There's no stopping them. It's all over. Sorry, go ahead. They're like oh. Asian carp. <laughs> Jesus. But very much I didn't so. I know they were that bad. But in May, when Giannis Cespedes fractured his right ankle at his Port St. Lucie ranch, Matt's GM, Brody Van Wait. Wagonin, Wagonin, man, that's a that's a, that's a name. Eh. I'm just gonna call him Brody if that's cool for y'all. Mm-hmm. What's up, Brody? What up, Brody? Described a violent fall, but provided no context about the how the fall occurred. Uh, the same was true last month when the Mets revealed that Cespedes and the Mets agreed to a restructuring of his contract that will cost them at minimum 15.7 million dollars and oh. could cost them as much as 30 million dollars. The post has learned all parties involved agree that Cespedes' injury was on the ranch stepping into a hole after an interaction with a wild boar. According to more, multiple people who were informed of the incident, Cespedes <laughs> has traps on his ranch for a variety of reasons, including to keep boar away from people. Oh. But one boar was removed from a trap, perhaps by Cespedes, and either charged towards Cespedes <laughs> or startled him causing Cespedes to step into a hole. Cespedes suffered a fractured ankle at the time when he was recovering from surgery to both heels that already was jeopardizing his playing status in 2019. The ankle fracture guaranteed that he would not take Uh an at-bat last season. So he had surgery, and then the boar thing happened. That's a lot. He's had some weird, non-disclosed injuries over his career. I root for him, though. There's one reason. He's a smoker. He's a baseball player. He's a smoker. I'm going to root for Giannis Cespedes. Cespedes, what's going on, bro? The standard yes, he lang- likes to have a good time. The standard language in a player's contract prohibits the player from participating in a wide variety of athletic activities. He wasn't doing it. He was just on his ranch. Guaranteed contracts like Cespedes forbid additional activities to mitigate risk. While it was not publicly known if the Mets assessment has agreed to specific language that would have potentially dangerous activities on his ranch, a violation of his contract. What are you supposed to do about a wild boar coming at you? I think that's so they knew something that, that uh, the rest of us didn't know. They knew he's kind of a wild man, and they knew that something like this is possible. Like, you're out there paintballing, doing God well, Wasn't he playing what. golf when he was supposed to be rehabbing? There was a there was an issue with that. Yeah. There was an issue where he like, he like they were talking about why is his elbow or shoulders are so messed up. It was part of his rehab. Well, he apparently said he spends more time on a golf course than Trump, okay. and that's why they had to write the language into this contract, and you, I guess you can see why. Um, they're not sure if it includes that in this contract, but usually any acts, activities, or sports involving a substantial risk of personal injury. I like to hang out with him on his ranch. We'd sit around and smoke and do ranch stuff. 
<sighs> You'd get hot in like three seconds and be like, all right, I'll, I'll head inside. You got a big screen? Yeah, is it going to? Uh, Royce would like to remind us that Vladi Divox was a big smoker. Hey, Vladi was. Vladi, um, I believe at one point, he played for, is he Croatian? Um, you, I, can't, I can't answer that. It's not Croatian, it's Yugoslavian. And it's, <laughs> there was a, there was a docu-series about it, and they do that. There, there was like uh, they couldn't be like their countries were at war. Yeah, he uh, took he took like playing for his national team so seriously that he would quit smoking during that period. Hmm. So he Still would quit GM smoking while like the Olympics were going on. So he's from Serbia. Was that formerly Croatia? Yeah, uh, it's tough to ask me that. I don't have a great command of the changes that have gone on. Yeah, Yugoslavia. He was Yugoslavian. Okay. Eastern Bloc. I think yeah. we just say. Is that why we say that? Say Eastern Bloc. Just to throw it all in. And yeah, I think that, that helps our ignorance. Yeah, there it is. You got to placate yeah. it somehow. I'll display my ignorance. Yeah, we're too lazy to find out the actual country. Yeah. So we'll just say, ah, Eastern Blockish. Yeah. Oh, the Eastern Bloc. The Eastern Bloc. It does sound better. It does sound like. Oh, it man. sounds like you might know what's going on a yeah, little bit. But you have no fucking clue what's yeah, going no, on. Yeah, no, you don't. <laughs> I mean, we're isolationists. <laughs> yes, we're <laughs> That's, right. That's why I enjoyed being in that study, just sitting there smoking. I wasn't worried about anything else. There you go. See, look, you're embracing I was your elitist roots. There you go. You see why? I don't have elitist roots. Yes, I'm, a, I'm truly a mutt. Okay. And here's what I'm saying. Ain't nothing wrong with being an elitist. Just admit it. Just acknowledge it. I, but I'm not an elitist. You have to have a certain status. I think an elitist. Trump is almost there. Trump is almost there, but he's not. Trump all he used to say is, I'm you 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 all suck and I am rich. Just say that. No, but he, he does that already by his actions. Yeah, I feel he's like already he's already there. I think he's around the, cutting around yeah. the edges. Get to it. Just not say what you're almost there. He's there. Yeah, maybe true. I'm not I mean, I, I wouldn't be comfortable running in those circles for you know, constantly. But you have no problem dibbing and dabbing. Not every once in a, in a while. Dinner. Okay, yeah. I'm down with that. I couldn't. I couldn't live my life that way. I don't know, man. I think I'm ready to absolutely sell out. Nah. Okay. Well, yeah, we know you are. Well, you'd true. go. You'd go mega if, for the right price. I didn't say that. No, I think you did. You actually did say that. Realize that verbatim. Oh, Lord. I don't know. If it's verbatim. I'm paraphrasing, but I mean, Boy. that was definitely what you intimated. I hmm. probably did that, but that was. Unreal circumstance. That's never going to happen. No one's going to offer me between $250,000 and $500,000 to go MAGA. And that's all it would take? Not even a million? Jesus, you are a sellout. I'm telling you, man. I'm here. Here for a good time, not a long you're, time. You're a coward and a sellout. Here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> a coward and a potential sellout. Close. Yeah. Write the right check, then yes, I will. Ha you will yeah. have both. Yeah. And then I could run for the Republican nomination. There you have it. Oh. <laughs> we've got some. We've got oh, some. Uh, we've got. We're talking boars, but uh, I want to talk bears for just a minute. Uh oh. Uh, we've still got Great American Race to get to. There's but, some trending uh, topic called Demon Bear on Twitter right now, and yeah, I, don't I don't know if I should look into this like or that. not. Uh, yesterday or what was it Saturday? I uh, I tagged Mr. Gardner in a uh, tweet from Alyssa Toomey. Mm -hmm. um, Build a bear has opened up a uh, shop. It's a Build-A-Bear workshop. Hey! Downtown. It's by the, uh, by the aquarium. So everybody was excited. They had their grand opening. They gave away uh, some free stuff to the first 50 people who came. And I just think this is a great piece of St. Louis business and ingenuity. Bear propagandists are winning. Here we go. Here we go. The you bearists are winning. And I don't know what to do at this point. You've rallied against it for a while. It's I've tried, but people seem not to listen, even when I simply point out the likelihood that we will be overrun by by the bears, mm -hmm. by the Ursa, with a bear apocalypse. Right. Um, and no one seems to care or listen, and they even, not even more than not caring, it's not even just the apathy. It's more than that, because it's not apathy. They turn towards bear culture. They embrace bear culture. They're cute. Na na na. Let's build teddy bears. Hell, even Yale Hollander was tweeting about, hey, maybe we could do a comedy thing there. Like he's gonna do a build a bear comedy workshop and open that up <laughs> or something like that. No, that's, that's so hilarious cute. and great. So that is cute. I've been asked actually to um 
I think it's kind of spinning off another show's idea. It might be Conan or something like that, where they take someone and put them to go work in a place and tell them about it. So maybe I should go work at Build-A-Bear Workshop for a segment and just tell, as I make the bear, I tell the kids the real story behind the bears. Yeah. And so they like, have you know, real life, right they'd here. be burying yeah, you this, half alive. Yeah, this, Dude, this they have a nest. This will kill, actually, another bear, a cub, so that it could have sex with that cub's mommy. I don't think you're going to be able to top this type of PR, though. They have a National Lampoon Christmas Vacation bear. How do you beat that? You can't, you can't fight that. Oh, I will fight. You know, I Travis, don't know, I don't, man. I yes. don't sit back and give up. Oh. I have a bear mask here in our closet in the studio. Maybe I should just put that on with my sign that says build the barricade now and go protest outside of it. They have a Christmas story bear. Oh, Christmas on. story overrated. Oh man, look at that Christmas story bear. It's pretty great. That's pretty. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, Gardner. They, they, they're, what are you they come strong. Bear man. culture. I'm just, I don't, I don't see what the problem is with bear culture. The, the bears are apex predators. They're slowly gaining yeah. ground and, Gonna, but here's the thing, and, and it's part of unless my, you want, do you want us to ride off into extinction? You know what? You know I do not. But I will say this: look, and and it's and it's a great segue, I think, into um, uh, the great American race. Um, white men are apex predators, and we live and work with you guys. So what's wrong with us living in harmony with bears? That's all I'm saying. That's an interesting segment. That's a thing that's about it. It's actually not bad. See? Not a, bad at all. You did a good job. I don't agree with you. No, okay, that's fine. But your words sounded good <laughs> to where you could trick people into believing Thank you. Thank you. That's, and that's the point. I'll give you that. Because um, there's a lot of people out there like that. that that's fair. You can uh, easily malleable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's time for the segment that uh, I, think at the, I think in 2019, uh, the blacks rose up. When the South tried to rise again, mm-hmm. we'll see what happens in 2020. Time for the Great American Race. There is no not. open for that. We no, it's a new year. Yeah. You would think we'd have an open, but we do no. not. Okay. No, I want to keep it consistent. Mm-hmm. Now, Gartner, can I make an early argument before we begin? Wait, you want to make an early argument? Yeah, I want to. I just, I want, I want to, ba- I want to put in my. Oh, should you be making a late argument? Well, no, yeah. not. I, I have a coupon code, and I want to put it in before we go to checkout. Okay. Uh. I would like to point out that on the first Monday of the new year, uh-huh. the first person that was here was Travis Terrell. You were here before me? I was here before Chris. So I think I should get 10 points. If you reward, A, the fact that he's confident enough to ask for this, and B, the one time that that's happened. The one time. If we The one time of the new year. The New first decade. Monday of the decade. The first Monday of the decade, Travis Terrell beat Chris right. Demon at work. I think that's 10 bonus points. Set that tone. Keep that same energy. Ooh, ooh he's using an urban phrase. He's going to come back to haunt me. Yeah, okay. Travis, I will grant this. But here's the deal. Uh-oh. Um, this will set a precedent. Oh. Is this a precedent you want set? Yes. You're sure? Yes. Because then Chris can come back to this. Okay. At any time he wants. He sure can. It'll be racist as hell. That's wrong. Wrong oh. segment. Mm-mm. So I'll grant this. Okay. And add ten points to your score. Woo! But the precedent has been set now. Okay. So if Chris wants to say, "Oh yeah, you know, last week I was here before Travis every day this week," um. I mean, I'm forced then at that point to offer him 10 points. I'm saying this is for for the occasion. This is the uh, first no, Monday of the new no, year. No, that's what I, no, 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 no. I'm telling you. So I have you. to beat Chris to work every day? I'll even just say just be here by just, 7.45. That's just silly. Well, never mind. I don't want the points. Okay, I'll take the points away. Okay, thank you. All right, I'm just, uh, yeah. You're not going to punish him for now spitting in the face of your points? No. I didn't think that was going. You guys going to completely lawyer it up? I'm trying to be kinder this decade. Oh, <laughs> thank you. We'll see about that. All right. So how does this yes, bad boy we will. work? Yeah. How does, this, how does this game work, Garcia? So you guys have a story. Each of you are going to present to me a story from the news that looks makes the other's community or culture look not so great. Right? You will present that story. You will also defend against the other story. 
So as you defend against your counterpart or present your story, I will give you points or deduct points based on a scoring system that is much like a credit scoring system. So Chris starts with 850, which we believe is the highest score you can achieve. Travis, None of us are familiar with Yeah, we, we think it is. Travis, you start with 800 due to systematic racism. Thank you, Gardner. So we take 50 points off for you each month. Now, last year, last decade, mm -hmm. Travis, you claimed 2019 uh, with the December win. So we start anew in this decade, in this year, and uh, we'll see how the scoring goes today. So that's, that's the gist of it all. Uh, because we are considerate people, we're very quiet and modest people, mm -hmm. I, on behalf of the black race, would like to defer to Mr. Denman to kick off the very first great American race of 2020. Mm. Uh, recently, I don't know if you've heard, uh, the U.S. Uh, performed a uh, strike that killed a, an Iranian general. Mm -hmm. There's varying opinions on it. There's a lot going on. You have a lot of World War III talk. Yeah. Um, given the uh, state of things, not surprised that there's been uh, some pushback. But I will say, um, black Twitter and the World War Three oh comments, um, oh they're out there. Oh boy. Doesn't exactly pose a unified front if oh uh, no. these United States of America oh no. do have to defend against evil or whatever what have you um <laughs> so i invite you all to just type in the hashtags world war three and hashtag black twitter mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh one of my favorites or one of the most troubling i should say uh it has a uh, gif of a kid slowly like playing a video game laying down and it says uh in the tweet <laughs> uh <laughs> america Hey y'all, World War Three starting. You guys close? And it says black folks. <laughs> yeah, we five minutes away. <laughs> and it's the kid playing a video game, laying in bed. Uh, the uh, uh -huh. the memes don't stop there. Uh, <laughs> lots of Tracy Morgan shaking his head no. It uh -huh. says black Twitter when you see your name come across the screen for the World War Three draft. <laughs> uh, Many black people saying they now accept the uh, MAGA folks' invitation to go back to Africa. <laughs> uh, <laughs> says racists, go back to Africa, black folk, December 2019. F.U., we ain't going anywhere. January 2020, under threat of war, black folk, what time that plane pulling out? <laughs> um, so, Travis, uh, speak up for yourselves. Um, you know, not everybody always agrees. With uh, with the way wars get going or kicked off, um, they're just black Twitter, which is black people, right? Okay. Uh, completely just bailing on their brothers and sisters, and not wanting to defend the homeland, you not wanting what? to be part of this country you've worked so hard to be part of and help out with. I'm glad and you brought that else. up. I'm glad so. you brought that up because I'm gonna I'm gonna turn that retort. I'm gonna make it personal. You know what? My grandfather was a bombardier. World War II. This is true? Very true. Okay. And Let's my not grandfather, get caught up in any false valor. I'm just saying, no, my grandfather fought for a country uh -huh. that when he returned home, wouldn't allow him to purchase a home. Wouldn't allow him to sit at a dinner table. Would, would tell him to go back to the kitchen. He was forced to leave Mississippi, move further up north, landed in St. Louis. Had to leave everything he knew about his life behind after fighting for this country. So excuse me if African-Americans don't want to get caught up in your bullshit war oh. just so you can sit up here and kill more innocent people. Sorry we don't want to rally behind a false president. Excuse are saying, us. Are you saying that general from Iran was a... I'm saying at the end of the day we're not going to sit up here and fight for a country that surely doesn't have time to fight for us? Well, so think, excuse us if people are do, reticent to want to be involved with this government. Sorry. Oops. I guess there are consequences for being an asshole. Oh. And that's one of them. Gonna be you lose credibility. You lose trust. You can't expect the American people to rally behind you. Why? Give me a reason to rally behind this commander in chief. Give me one. Well, you like where you live. No, no, that ain't enough. Give me a reason to rally behind this particular commander in chief. 
And why are you so willfully wanting to go into a battle with people you don't even know? You don't even know why we're over in the Middle East. Is it because they're, they're brown? I would imagine that has a lot to do with it. You got all this energy for those brown people in the Middle East, but y'all ain't saying shit of when Putin come rolling around on top of his bear. When he riding on his bear with his shirt, shirt off, y'all ain't got shit to say. Just ride around, do whatever the hell he want. But now uh, y'all want us to get froggy to go kill more brown people? Yeah. What we look like? Y'all better get on somewhere. Ten points out for using the phrase froggy. Damn, yeah. man. You want to... People, boy, y'all got to relax. Uh-huh. Have us fight for... Fight for who? For this guy? Ha! This guy? Which one of us will make the best soldier? Chris. <laughs> No doubt. And why is this the only place where that would be like the insulting answer? Because you follow instructions well. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I do. Maybe I Gardner don't. and I would be like, let's go get another smoke break, Gardner. Let's go. Yeah. What do you mean I can't smoke in this foxhole? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's so, it. I'm done. <laughs> so wait. I'm abandoning my post completely. I'm going AWOL because you won't let me to smoke. So, you, so y'all caught the edible in my system? <laughs> How y'all know? Y'all good, man. The military, y'all good, man. Y'all real good. Uh, KFB commenting that you should not be using force to leave Mississippi as an example of a hardship. He thinks well, he did a, land he thinks, in, he thinks that's a good thing. He landed up in Missouri. He landed in Missouri. Oh. Oh, how much better that was. Mississippi to, didn't land on your grandfather. Oh, no, wait. Your grandfather yeah. didn't land on Mississippi. Mississippi landed on him. Here, I would be, you know what? I think, I think more black people would be more than happy to be patriotic if that meant that Tiffany and Ivanka and and Donald Trump Jr. and Eric were also, I'm story? just saying, if his kids she didn't do nothing. get put into the same situation as kids that look like me, then okay, then I'll consider your patriotism. I'll consider fighting for this country. But you want to send kids from Them boys like these guns. neighborhoods. You saw the these soldiers streets. leaving uh, Fort Bragg. Yeah. We, you see these young men who probably come from not a lot who are being sent over into a war zone about a war they know nothing about. I think it's okay for most Americans to be reticent about fighting a war they know nothing about. Right. We have, it's not as if we don't have I think history, history to back that yeah, up. Right. So I think times. that's, yeah. And I, so I think people are, I think it's okay for black people as we usually do, as we always have to do for this country. We have to save y'all from yourselves. What? We got to be the ones that tell y'all enough is enough. It's always us. We always got to be the people that say, hey, man, relax. Uh-huh. We got this. We always got to be LeBron. We got to put the country on our shoulders and carry y'all across the finish line. Never... That's what black people become to this country. We have to carry y'all. No. Kicking and screaming to understand democracy and freedom in this country. We got to, I don't know. No, I like living in a cage. No, bring your ass across the lines of democracy. <laughs> Look for freedom and liberty. That's what black people are for. What about the Damn, tweet? No points for what about the tweet from Black Twitter that says black folk walking into jail after draft dodging and it's got two people on the soul train? <laughs> we got that, yes. I'd probably be with Black Twitter there. Thank you. Chris would too. I'd be a draft dodger. The thing is, Chris, I would be a draft dodger. It's going to be a lot of jail. You know why the draft doesn't yeah. happen? Because there will be too many draft dodgers. <laughs> Y'all think we give it up Netflix? Oh, <laughs> hell no. Here's a hot one. It says Black Twitter will go three. My mental health when the recruiter tells me I'm not too old for the draft. And it's, and it's Trump, and it's the gif of Trump making fun of the, the disabled reporter. Okay, that's not funny. Uh, mm, mm, mm. I took points away on Travis. So. Oh, come on. Okay, that's fair. Chris, that was Chris wins that. that. I can't add it. points. He's at 850. That's fair. No, I just, look, I, I get it. I, I, I'm not, I, 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 it's hard for me right now, and I'm sorry I, if I get killed for this, but I love this country, but it's hard for me to be patriotic right now. And again, especially when we don't know the pretenses of this attack, we don't know the reasons. Like, it's too many questions for me to sit up here and be like, all right, give me a gun, Chris. Let's go fight him. Uh, Twitter, USA. Now, why did you say you can't go to war? Me. I got AIDS, diabetes, cancer, <laughs> pregnant, and then a gift saying, you name it. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> uh. All right, oh. You did a pretty good defense, Travis, okay. but you still lost 20 points. That's fair. That's fair. Black Twitter hurt you there. Uh, my story um, is uh, 
this is I don't know even where to start with this level of embarrassment because the person speaking out on this is a person that has absolutely embarrassed your community. Uh, Terry Gilliam, a director, uh, leaving Las Vegas. Don Quixote, mm -hmm. few few popular films. He used to work on uh, Mighty Python. Uh, he had some comments about the Me Too movement. He had the comments also recently about Black Panther. Uh, he recently said, um, excuse me, the 79-year-old white director uh, said that uh, Black Panther was utter bullshit and that, uh, they, that the creators did not go to Africa to study Africa for the Black Panther project. And he also thinks that <clears throat> he's tired of white men being blamed for everything wrong in the world. Uh, uh, so the, uh, he decided to um, basically, uh, how do I say this? Is that it? Uh, he had some comments. <laughs> I'm trying to. <laughs> Man, I was going to skewer your ass, but he was born in Minneapolis. I figured he was I checked British. as well. Yeah, he yeah. was born no. in Minneapolis, and then he, moved in yeah. 1968. Yeah. yeah, that's not a good look as well. I was, was going to get to that. <clears throat> oh, 1968. What was going on then that you... Uh, Wanted to get out of the country. Yeah, it's very weird. Huh. <laughs> uh, there's no room for modern masculinity, I'm told. The male gaze is over, according to Terry Gilliam. Yeah, if you're trying to honk her boob <laughs> while you do it, yeah, maybe don't. <laughs> uh, he said, you know, <laughs> Harvey, he did some bad things. Uh, when you have power, you don't take responsibility for abusing others. You enjoy the power. That's the way it works in reality uh, when talking about uh, why he believed Harvey Weinstein became the monster that he ended up being. But Chris, here's a guy, I think, on his marching orders, just loves to pretend to be the victim because people are holding him accountable in his bad behavior and just typically like a white man, blame a society for its issues. Defend that. Mm, that's not very white man-ish. This is a guy, This is you're, see, you're focusing on an entire race. Hmm. This is a guy who I'm going to assume allegedly draft dodged uh, <laughs> while she going to the UK in 1968, uh. Yeah. Uh, who did that. So really, he's got dual citizenship now. I put this on the Brits oh. uh, as he made Ooh. a choice a long time ago as he was not marching. Uh, at Selma, and he mm -hmm. could have been here for through the civil rights movement. He decided to go mm -hmm. have tea and crumpets and write silly stories. So your focus, while well-meaning, uh, mm -hmm. uninformed, sir. Even taking a book out of Trump's playbook, calling the Me Too movement a witch hunt. That's okay. that's that's embarrassing, man. That's not great. That's a bad look, man. I don't think people know what witch hunts are anymore. I yeah, kind of, kind of moving away from. I don't the, think we, no one really that. understands yeah. it. Uh, so yes, yeah, so while you did, it was cute how you tried this. This is akin to me uh, leaning on Antonio Brown or Kanye. And just another privileged white man who decided to abandon um, his home country in the middle of a war, and then now has a nerve to turn around to tell black people that the creators of Black Panther didn't take the time to understand African culture when coming up with the premise for the film. Like, if that's not tone deaf or representative of today's white male, I don't know what is. Oh, you said that they insulted Black Panther. Oh, oh, this is a buy. That is you being biased, sir, and you have yet to see Black Panther. And because you haven't seen Black Panther, you, sir, should also cause points to be lost from Chris. Because you if promised a, to see it before a, the year was over with, and you did not. If no, there was I, did. A I said I would see it in February. Yeah, that's true. Black you were. Yeah, because you there still was a haven't told here. me any plans for that. Yeah. If there was a bailiff here. Holy <laughs> January. Oh, yeah. Six. He'll okay. get Blackberry started on February 10th. Yeah, let's, re let's remember like you said it's only January 6th mm -hmm. when we get to the end of January. <laughs> so, yeah, cute, but uh, yeah, swing and a miss. Guy grew up in Minnesota uh -huh. and then and defected. defected. Oh, he defected. He uh, defected, man. Chris loses a few more points. Come what? on, he did. Come on, man. He, he dodged, allegedly. The draft dodger too. Come on. He did give you the movies Twelve Monkeys. Damn. Huh. But he also gave us the Brothers Grimm. He should lose points for that. Mm. Who was in that? Exactly. 
All right. There we have it. <laughs> All right. 810 to 780 is where we stand in Great the start. first Tigar of the decade. Very nice. Uh, real quick, everybody, gatewaypowdercoat.com. Go to that website if you're looking for powder coating in the St. Louis area. They are the number one resource for powder coating in the Midwest. When you're coming up 55, check out on the left side. It's like 55 in Arsenal. There's a very cool gateway powder coating billboard, too. Snap a picture of that. Send it to us. Let us know you're out there checking out, supporting our friends at Gateway Powder Coating. Gatewaypowdercoat.com. Get your wheels, get your furniture, anything metal. If you can paint it, they can powder coat it. Make sure to take it to them today. Uh, Gastro Pit this Thursday as well. Will O'Donnell's on that show, Trav. Did you know that? Hey, I know Will O'Donnell. He's Very been funny on individual. Show. Yeah, we're going to have a great lineup, and you can stick around for late-night barbecue. It's been packed the last few weeks, so get there early and uh, and have some fun with us. 8.30 on the hill, 49.16 Shaw Avenue. I was recruiting some of Gaines' uh, reception buddies. They were mm. like, oh, there's comedy on the hill. So there they were go. excited it was in their backyard. So Did you dance? Yeah, I was out there. Okay. The ankle workout for you? The ankle is, is there. It's, uh, it's there. Yeah. It's one of those where it's like, yeah, maybe some yoga in the new year. <laughs> maybe maybe take the stairs a little bit more. someone telling me about Pilates yesterday. Oh, what'd you think? I don't know if, I don't know if I'm fit. Like, do you have to get fit first before you could do, like, Pilates See, or yoga? Instructor, this probably drives instructors nuts. I used to do this all the time. I would be like, I need to get in shape to go get in shape. Yeah. And they're like, no, just get in here and do whatever you're wanting to do. Because it's going to suck either way. Is it good for, would it be decent for my knees? Or my knees going to I think yoga. I'm telling you, if the way Jake the Snake and uh, Scott, uh, who's the other one? Razor Ramon. Scott, Scott Hall? Scott Hall. The way they were looking and they were knocking on death's door and Diamond Dallas Page brought him back with that yoga, mm -hmm. then you're, you are light years ahead of them. So That's a good point. I think you could do it. Wouldn't that be, what, wouldn't that be strange? A smug, in-shape gardener? Who that also still suck. smoked? You'd be the poster boy for just urban elitism. Would mm. you guys hate me? No, I'd like it. You'd get really into uh, men's Lulu women, Lulu lemon attire. Yeah, I was talking like, about uh, those. It keeps it tight when I'm on my scooter. I don't know though. I don't like that kind of pant. Mm. Well, we'll look into I it. Need for I need some room on my thighs. Okay. Which is why I'm against this war on loose fit jeans. <laughs> which is real. It's, it's more yeah. real than the war yeah, on Christmas. That's true. It's true. Oh. Um. Speaking of Me Too, boys. Oh, no. The trial for Harvey Weinstein begins today in New York City. Mm -hmm. He had a walker. He had a walker this morning uh, to start of his sexual assault trial. The trial begins more than two years after the bombshell stories in the New York Times and the New Yorker court of women who accused Weinstein of sexual abuse, harassment, secret settlements, and usually, and excuse me, generally using his influence as a Hollywood power broker to take advantage of young women. More than 80 women. I didn't know it was that many. Mm-hmm. More than 80 women have publicly accused Weinstein of sexual misconduct. So uh, this will be the big profile trial of the year, certainly. And, um, Think anything will happen with it? I, I would be shocked if he's found not guilty. I feel like the deck is pretty much stacked. Mm -hmm. and That's what and it looks like. And rightfully so. But then honestly. again, I thought it, there'd be a bunch of stuff already. But maybe this is just how long it takes. Yeah. I mean, I, I, generally, these cases of this profile, you don't bring the trial unless it's an absolute or as close to a slam dunk as you can get. Oh. Uh, and I, and and uh, as, as a legal, legal analyst, legal analyst? Uh, I used to work court TV back in the day. Oh, uh, you probably can't. With Harvey Levin? Mm-hmm. And I would be outside. Greta Van Susteren, uh, yeah, Roger Cossack. Court TV. Is this going to be on Court TV? Dan Abrams. Is, it, is there still Court TV? I enjoy <coughs> the hell out of Court TV. Yeah. I think they're just having Practical Jokers now. Could they have a mari Maritime Law segment, Clay? <laughs> Impractical Jokers all day, every day. You want to do a Maritime Law? Well, segment? if they're doing Court TV, I could use a Maritime Law segment. Okay. <laughs> I, think, I think that's what happened. Impractical <laughs> Jokers. They just literally just run a marathon. No more trials. Well, they lost everyone. Yeah, they did. That's a good point. But they, everyone went on to different careers over there. Um, I think he'll be found guilty, though. I mean, yeah, you don't want to be the DA that charges Harvey Weinstein and misses, do you? Boy, it can happen. Yeah, that's a big whiff in New York City. That's an embarrassment. Hasn't a bunch of stuff already been dropped? Uh, no. I think so. Other things have. Or settled. Is he settled? 
Uh, there has been talk of settlement. I don't know if it's official. <laughs> We're legal analysts. Yeah, <laughs> we are real bad. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's where you come for the it's hard the worst, stuff. It's the worst analysis. The mm-hmm. trial is set to last over two months. Oh, Starts with two weeks God. of jury selection on Tuesday, and then about eight weeks of argument and testimony. Jesus. It's going to be two months of these testimonies? God, that's going to be devastating. <sighs> two months? bad news yikes this is gonna go all the way up to start of the baseball season Mm. i guess man uh rose mcgowan uh also said that harvey weinstein brought himself upon her and said that today is a day for us to honor how far we've come and how much we've endured to get here but it is not the end yeah buddy that all you got? And they also had the R. Kelly documentary, that uh, the follow-up to the documentary, Oof. Surviving R. Kelly. Uh, there was a follow-up that they debuted on Lifetime over the weekend at the conclusion ended on Saturday. Uh-huh. And it is, uh, yeah, R. Kelly's a horrible human being. I think we knew that. And um, But this goes into a little bit more as to his place in the culture uh, survivors speaking up and the, how their lives have changed since the documentary. Is R. So, Kelly allowed at wedding receptions still? The music. I, mm, that was brought up in the documentary. That That's, was brought up in the documentary. But here's a question. Should, here's a no, question. No, no, answer my question. What? Is R. Kelly brought up? He won't, I wouldn't play him in mine. Okay. But if somebody, if look, if you pay a DJ $10,000 to play whatever the hell he wants, then do whatever you want. You can tell the DJ what not to you play. You can tell the DJ what not to play, but if you the one foot in the bill, then you can do whatever the hell you want. If you don't want to be there at the wedding when they're playing that music, you can sure as hell take your black ass home. I think... That sounds like an excuse. Yeah. I look, here's... here's but here's... I, I, would, I want either a couple questions, I guess. Like, what were you going to say? Go ahead. No, I was just going to say leave it up to the individual. Yeah. I, I mean... Musically, I'm not I, gonna. I don't think that you're a horrible person if you are jamming to a Chris Brown beat. Uh, I don't think that was proven. He did what he did. Uh, but if and if you choose to not support him or question why others would support him, okay, fine also. Right. That's, you know. And that's how that, that with, uh, with R. Kelly, yeah. I don't. I, I have it like there, people can make the argument that you can separate the two. I can't anymore. Uh, now, you may be able to do that with yeah, other artists. You can't You, you can for some artists. You, and you, you're entitled to. You're entitled to do that if you want to with R. Kelly. I can't. Now, knowing what I know, I cannot. I can't say that, oh, I like this song, because now I know that song was literally tied to sexual assault. So I'm sorry. I can't listen to that song. Now, if you want to go play it at your wedding reception or in your car, do you. That is your jam. And to Chris's point, I'm not going to sit up here and slam you for it. Do you? Um, but my question I was going to ask, yeah, yeah, life could happen. But my question for you guys, there was, there's the father in this documentary whose daughter he's believe is being held captive by R. Kelly, but of course she's of age. So the police can't tell her to leave the situation, Mm -hmm. um, because she's, she has told them verbatim that she's under, she's there under her own will. Mm -hmm. So the father has basically been spending years trying to, Convince his Same daughter like to Stockholm come home. Syndrome yes. type deal. And so he talks about how it's taking a toll on his family, how it's taking a toll on his marriage. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious to it. I'm not advocating, obviously, any level of violence, but if you were in a similar situation, what do you think you would be willing to do? When you're trying to get your child back, however. I'm thinking commando style. Schwarzenegger. That's what. Okay, thank you. That's essentially what I yeah, was thinking. Yeah, because like, but it it wouldn't involve me being in the you know, maybe in, in the physical process of it, I guess. But you would consider because I, I wouldn't be as effective, right? I would want people that are going to be effective to take care of you that would, for you. You could facilitate. Yes, it. Could, yes, you could be a facilitator. But that would be some of the lengths you would consider to in order if, to bring you your think, child home. Well, if your view is my child is being held captive, yes. And the, even though the child can walk freely or right. whatever, that mentally they've been taken advantage yes. of mm-hmm. and turned against certain things, then yeah, of course. 
I'm, uh, yeah. but, I'm with you, Chris. I'm, but it's I'm just, binging the Taken series. It's, yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm with Chris It's on just that. I wouldn't be the person to conduct this Right, operation. I wouldn't do the execution, but... You could, but, you, could yeah. pu- you could puppeteer, hire mercenaries. Say, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Trey Williams, substitute two. There you go. I'm looking for that kind of guy. I was just thinking about that man's anguish, and, and I think it was a few of my friends, we were all sitting around looking at it, and I was just like, I, I see the hurt. It, 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 you can feel the hurt almost coming off the screen. You can see his frustration with the entire situation. It's because you, it, what, what I could see so frustrating and sad about it would be you feel like you've lost someone because the person you know is not the same because of what's been done to them mentally. Absolutely. And they're right in front of you. Right. And that's kind of like, it, it's almost like, and I don't know if this is a proper analogy or not, but it's like, say someone starts going through dementia or Alzheimer's and stuff mm-hmm. like that. They're there in front of you, but no, it's not the same. Right, right. Um, and and may, it's not the same for the person, like the uh, the person we're talking about, but the people that love those, that's those people. Yeah, it could be a similar feeling. Yeah, I don't. Maybe I don't know. I'm trying. And to, that's what I think. I was trying to wrap my head around uh, because you obviously empathize and you 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 understand the level of frustration. To your point, Gardner, you're just like you're you you put yourself in the middle of that, and you're just like. Well, the man clearly doesn't want to be separated from the rest of his family, hence why he hasn't gone to the taken route. However, I can understand if he felt like he needed to in order to get the results because they were very does passionate. Does he have other children, do you He know? does. And, he, and even the sisters and his other daughters were talking about how her son and the girl's nephew, like they were, had a very close relationship. And so it's hard to even explain to him. She said, yeah. I can deal with the hurt. I'm, I, I'm an adult. I can manage the hurt. But for a child, that really messes with them when their TT, as he called her, is not around. And she says it's even more frustrating because it's not like she's dead. It's not like she's gone. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and the, so that frustration of knowing that someone that was so close in your life, now gone, but you know they're alive, and you believe they're in danger, and there's nothing you can do legally to get them back, I, I can't imagine that level of anger and frustration like i don't know how you can reason with that and i was we were wondering is this where you as an individual would break would this be the part where you go all right that's now beyond reason so yeah, i have to take unreasonable measures i would have measures. to think that there's got to be something legally that can be done that if there's that much concern that like can is there a way to get an evaluator person you know what i mean right because obviously this girl has talked to authorities, But the, as right? an adult, she can refuse the evaluation, right? Um, I don't Does know. She, uh, and that, well, I'm, I, I don't want to be helped. Yeah, that. and I think it's one of those things where she can say, I'm fine. I don't need to I be evaluated. I don't, I don't know if her parents have I don't that. know that we have any idea how to analyze this. Right. Let's be honest. Right. So I would just think that there's got to be something that could be done. But if there was ever a moment way. where you thought that you've explored every legal option available mm-hmm. where you would, as Chris said, you go Liam Neeson and be like, yo. Well, I wouldn't personally go Liam Neeson. Well, yeah, Neeson. you wouldn't, but you would, you, would, you would be, yeah, you would be like the Danny Ocean. You Maybe would plan I could it. make the phone call, the cool phone call. <laughs> there you go. Maybe yeah. I could do that and then, hey, just My so you know, don't worry, it's not me, it's somebody else, yeah. yeah. You'll never see the people them People I've coming. employed, yes. Yeah. Um, we are going to get out of here, but, uh, tomorrow we'll hit this a little bit more. We do have Brooke Grimsley coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan Bennington issued a challenge to Justin Bieber for the NHL all-star game. Mm-hmm. We'll have to dive into that more because there's a bunch of, uh, charity stuff getting involved with that. So that could be really cool. We need to explore too. Travis and I were going through old notes last Friday in my notebook mm. and a few of our former ideas popped up and we started laughing. Mm. We'll have to work those out. Back at some of those. Oh, man, those are glorious. Great glorious job ideas. today, fellas. Uh, if you're around Soulard tonight, come by, say hi to Travis and I at 12th night. Gets kicking off at around 5 o'clock. Going to be a fun time. And uh, it's the official start of Mardi Gras. So come say hello as we'll be in the Soulard area throughout the night tonight. For Travis, for Gardner, for all of you, big thanks, everybody. We're back live tomorrow, 8 a.m. See you then. Peace.